come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 101 of Word on the Main Street podcast. Like Dalmatians? If Pongo and Perdido were giving birth to our episodes, this would be the last one. Huh? And uh, well, It's taken a long time for this uh, yeah. birthing of all these pups. But... We aren't the pups no, of Pongo and Perdita, and we're also not being birthed, chased by a crazy lady who wants to kill us and wear our skin. That so, would be weird. So none of that is happening, <laughs> which is good. Well, thank goodness for that. <laughs> so episode 101, yeah. Before we begin, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Getaway Today. Yeah, absolutely. Getaway Today's a fantastic company to work through. Uh, they can get you set up for all your wonderful Disney adventures. Um, I hope that some of you were able to take advantage of that bounce back special we talked about last week, because as of yesterday, that is now over. Wah, wah. Over. So, hopefully, or I guess it wasn't yesterday. I don't what know. is today? <laughs> no, this is your bit. It wasn't yesterday. <laughs> it was on Monday. Once Monday hit, you were done for your bounce back. But I uh, hope some of you were able to take advantage of that. If not, make sure you still continue to take advantage of the opportunity to save up to $111 per ticket by booking your travel before Star Wars Land opens. I believe it's uh, April 23rd that you have to travel by. Um, but if you want to take advantage of that, definitely do it. Uh, if you want to save a little bit additional money, make sure you let them know about our promo code. That's Main Street 10. It's all lowercase, the number one zero. It's going to get you $10 off any two-nighter longer Southern California travel package. So give them a visit at www.getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. Oh, uh, yeah, and that $10 will get you... Uh... A reservation for Star Wars Land? <laughs> that is free, and we'll be talking about that in See? a bit. So you could get that and still have your $10. That's true. Uh, and you could probably <laughs> purchase uh, some, I don't know, Star Wars food. Some I don't remember the milk. names of their foods. <laughs> some blue milk. Some blue milk. You can save that $10 not and green get some blue milk. Because we've seen where that comes from. That's just not appetizing. Not at all. Luke is nasty. You can say that again. Luke is nasty. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, this week at the Disneyland Resort, uh, we have hours for you. Tomorrow, March 14th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12 with DCA 8 to 10. Friday, March 15th, Disneyland is open 8 to 11 with DCA 8 to 10. And then Saturday, March 16th through March 18th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12 with DCA open 8 to 10. And then Tuesday the 19th and Wednesday the 20th, Disneyland's open 8 to 11 with DCA 8 to 10. Very nice. Yeah. So those are the hours. If you're going to the parks, let us know how it is. Uh, there are a couple events going on right now. The Get Your Ears On Celebration going until May. And then the food and wine celebration until, I believe, April 23rd. I think you're right. Um, and then closures. Disneyland Astro Orbiter is still closed until April 5th. Sleeping Beauty Castle is still closed. Space Mountain is closed until March 15th. So just until Friday, not too shabby. And then Indiana Jones closes on the 19th of March until March 22nd. A whole three days just a small reefer. Yeah. And then I over guess. in California Adventure, Grizzly River Run is closed until the 29th of March, and Silly Symphony Swings are currently closed. Until who knows? Who knows? Disney probably does. I'm sure they do. But they haven't really told us quite yet, but I'm sure we'll hear soon. Yeah, so. I'm sure. 
All right. Well, that is it for this week at the Disneyland Resort. So let's head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody, it is trivia time. Yippee-dippee. So for those of you that remember, last week we offered up a great little trivia question, and there was going to be a giveaway associated with that, um, along with our social media. So our giveaway is not being won today, just so you guys are aware. There is going to be something uh, put out on social media, but those of you that got the right answer... Um, are still going to get two additional entries into that drawing for our giveaway. And those of you that sent me an answer and did not get it right are still going to get one entry into that giveaway. And this week's question also counts towards it. Oh, so we're going to have both of them count towards it. And then keep your eye out on social media for the rest of that giveaway, Um, hopefully coming soon. If not already. So keep an eye out. Or... Go look and see if it has. (laughs) Anyway, last week's question. I thought this was a fun one. Um, In line for which attraction would you find the little man of Disneyland? So if you are standing in line for the Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye attraction while you are waiting, uh, if you're far enough outside, that is, um, you might be able to look down at one of the trees and see a little hut built into the base of the tree. That is the home of the little man of Disneyland. So if you are looking at the sign for the Temple of the Forbidden Eye, Mm. I believe if you look just over to your right and down near the base of the trees there, you will see the little door and the little smokestack. It's pretty uh, awesome. You may have to peek behind some additional growth if some of the plants have grown up over it, but it's a cool little thing to... To see. Yeah, and it's something that's just been there forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those little things that Disney put in for people to find. Yep. And then talk about on a podcast. Yeah, that was based on a book. Yep. A little golden book. Uh, basically telling people why, I don't know, it kind of seemed like, I don't know if people were mad they were building on the orange groves. I don't know, but... Isn't it just a story about the little man in the orange groves? I've never read the Golden Book, so I have no know, idea. Uh, you know, that it was okay. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I haven't I've read ne- the book. I've never read it, so I I've never heard anything about it. He was a little man living in the orange trees, and Disney gave him a home there huh. in in Disneyland. So, so that's cool. But if, if that's the case, that's. A fun little additional (laughs) bit of trivia. Anyway, let's move on to this week's question, which, as Sean said, is also going to count towards our upcoming giveaway. Um, Just a reminder, if you are correct, you get two entries, and then you get one just for sending me a trivia answer. So the question for this week is, who was the first person to be named a Disney legend? Ooh, that's a good question. It is a good question. This person's name has been mentioned on our show. So if you would like to go back and listen Walt to Disney. all <laughs> past 100 episodes uh, before this one and find out uh, who it is. I never did mention this before, but uh, their name's been mentioned on the show. I do know that. So oh, yeah. Um, Anyway, if you know the answer or think you may know the answer or just want to send me an email so you get a trivia or a giveaway entry, uh, you can send those to me. That is Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Awesome. And just so you guys are aware, we've announced what the prize is, right? Yes. So it's a multi-day pass for FanX Salt Lake City. Uh, it's April 19th and 20th, I believe. Yep. Uh, of this year? Yeah, of this year. Uh, there's a lot of Disney, a lot of Marvel, a lot of Star Wars that are going to be there. So, And for those of you that are fans of The Office, oh yeah, it, it's going to be a good good. You event. got Kevin, Oscar, and Angela. The whole accounting department. Oh, yeah. I know it's not Disney related, but I am super <laughs> excited just for that. But uh, some of the Disney slash Marvel slash 
Star Wars guests that are going to be there. Uh, we've got Paul Bettany, who is uh, in the Avengers. Um, also in Solo. He's also in he's Solo. He's the villain. Uh, Irene Bedard, who is Pocahontas uh, in the movie Pocahontas. And also in Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yes. Um, and then we have, uh, let's see, we have Warwick Davis, who is uh, Ewok of kind of the same name, right? Wicket. Yeah, Wicket. Yeah. I thought it was. Uh, I thought Warwick was in his name too. I don't know. I thought I it was like he, Wicket something Warwick. I'm, I just. I'm just pretty sure that he's Wicket. But yeah, he, he's also in Solo. Yes, he is in a lot of the Star Wars. Yes, including the old uh, Ewok movies, <laughs> TV movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I remember watching as a yep. kid. And for those of you that like Harry Potter, he's also in that. Uh, we also have Clark Gregg. Uh, he's in pretty much every Marvel yep. movie. Um, Until he died. Yeah, yeah, okay. Unless they bring him <laughs> back sometime in Endgame or something with the Infinity Stones. Well, uh, there's a new movie out. I won't uh, give any spoilers, but... Uh, well, that's set in the past. I know. But he's there. He's in a new movie. Yes. That's Marvel. So. But there's others that he hasn't been in because he died. <laughs> it's true. But, but he's anyway, most. those of you that don't know, he is Agent Coulson yes. um, in many of the Marvel movies, also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, and he's fantastic in Captain Marvel, which is a great movie, by the way, yeah, I I'm thought. Looking forward to seeing that. Uh, then we have Jess Harnell, who is Br'er, oh, Br'er Rabbit on yeah. Splash Mountain. He's That's done awesome. other things for Disney, too. So He's done a lot. Uh, and then we have Palm Clementif, who is uh, Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, we got Linda Larkin, who is the talking voice for um, Jasmine in Aladdin. It's kind of crazy that we have to designate that it's the talking voice, <laughs> but she doesn't sing for Jasmine. Uh, we also have Junus Suatim, Suatimo. Yeah, say that three times fast. Uh, he is the new Chewbacca. Oh, that's right. He took over for... Uh, I cannot think uh, of his name. Very will come to me. Very tall man. <laughs> uh, and then Scott Wenger. Is that how you say his name? Sure. Uh, he is also the talking voice for Aladdin. So. Is he the singing voice, too? No. He's not? Uh, no. I think that's Brad something. But Brad Kane. Brad Kane, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, the guests that have been announced so far. There's going to be a lot more where that came from, I think, according to, to Chris Provost. That's what he said. So, If uh, it's not accurate, I blame Chris <laughs> personally. So, Chris, make it happen. So uh, just be on the lookout. Send in your answers so you yep. can enter to win that multi-day pass. And then look on our social media for other ways to win. Yep. And uh, if you're not able to make it to the event, definitely keep an eye on our social media. Um, we have actually been able to get press passes yes. for this event. So we will be covering this event as press, and hopefully we'll be able to bring you guys some great interviews with some of these great Disney guests. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, but moving on to today in Disney history... I don't have the cool, awesome theme song that Sean Rapier made for us. Ah, we got to get him back here and record that. Right? That was awesome. <laughs> uh, so there's just two things that have happened. March 13th of 1937. The first cells for Snow White and the Seven Dwarves are sent to the camera department. Ah, that's an exciting day. So <clears throat> doesn't sound like much, but but that it's the beginning of... Uh, the Disney Empire, yeah, Empire in a way. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> uh, and then in 2005, on March 13th, Bob Iger is named the next CEO of the Walt Disney Company. And still going today. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's all I got for cool. you. So, sorry I didn't have more. That's all Slim good. Pickens in the 13th. In a week, in like, well, I guess a year from next week, we'd be able to say that Disney has year ago Disney closed the the deal on the purchase of 21st Century Fox because oh, yeah. that's going to be happening on the 20th intriguing Disney will now own X-Men 
which uh, has me excited <laughs> for the future of the MCU. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, so that is today in Disney history. Uh, before we move on to our main topics, we do want to let you guys know how you can support us. Uh, the first way is our favorite and most beneficial way. Uh, and that is sharing the podcast with those that might enjoy it, as well as just listening to the podcast. So uh, keep that up. We appreciate everyone that has participated in those. Uh, another way to support us is buying something at shop.spreadshirt.com slash word on the main street. Or you can go to patreon.com slash word on the main street and donate your hard earned cash to us. So that we can better the podcast. We can make upgrades, maybe get better mics, get better recording equipment other than mics. There is more that is involved, believe it or not. Perhaps, um, I don't know, getting us places where we can do more press stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, help us help help you. Yeah, yeah. By getting more Disney coverage. Oh, yeah. You can donate as little as a dollar up to whatever you would like. It is a monthly donation, uh, and you can cancel it any time. So you can make one donation, cancel it, uh, and you will get access to special stuff that we will be posting. There's already one thing up there. Uh, we should probably put some more on there yep. here pretty soon. We're going to be working on some more <clears throat> stuff this oh, year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and... Yeah, that's patreon.com slash word on the main street. Uh, also, we would love to hear from you. Uh, there are a couple ways to do that. First, obviously, social media, Instagram, at word on the main street. Uh, we're on Twitter, at W-O-T main street, and then facebook.com slash word on the main street. You can send us messages on there, or just interact on our posts, or post stuff on our Facebook, you know, whatevs. Uh, And then you can give us a call. We have a voicemail box. Go straight to voicemail. Nobody answers. Ask all those kind folks that (laughs) left us messages last week. Yeah. It goes straight to voicemail. Uh, That phone number is 801-923-2455. Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Whether you just want to say hi, tell us about a recent trip, or tell us... How much we suck as a podcast. Yeah. So just let us know. <laughs> uh, and then of course you can email us. My email is Sean S E A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com. And again you can reach me at Brian, that's B R Y A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com. Awesome. Time to get to the meat, the turkey leg, sometimes the corn dog of the episode. Here we go. Sounds good. And uh, speaking of meat and and food, our first little topic, uh, they released a foodie guide. This was weird to me, but... Yeah, uh, I had never actually heard of these. When there's a foodie guide, we answer the call. Oh, yeah. Uh, So... Because who else (laughs) will butcher these names for you? No one, I say. No one. Not quite to the level that we do. Exactly. So, uh, the first... The, uh, the foodie guide, I guess the first topic is a foodie guide for bowls. Yep, you heard that right, folks. Bowls at Disney parks. We're only going to go over Disneyland. So. Apparently this is a thing. Apparently bowls are trendy. I don't know. It's not so bad being trendy. Yeah, it's true. It's a popular band. Would say by the name of Real Big Fish, um, but yeah, I guess food bowls are uh, a big thing right now. I've Why seen not? them not only at Disney but at uh, restaurants. You know, I go to like Taco Bell; they've got a weird bowl that you can buy. Hmm. You know, it's like Willy Wonka. Bowls. You can eat the bowl. No, just the contents. Just the contents in the bowl. Uh, But yeah, it's it's weird. But let's do this. (laughs) Uh, The first bowl that they want to let you guys know about is at Cochina Cucamonga in California Adventure. Uh, This bowl, I think I'm saying it right, Cochina. 
Yeah, that's how I'd say it. Uh, the Cochina Bowl, it's a choice of marinated steak, pineapple, a chiote. <laughs> Works for me. Pineapple, a chiote, marinated you. pork. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, or uh, citrus marinated chicken or potato cakes. So you can have one of those four meats or vegetables. Can I get all of them? <clears throat> that would be awesome. Um, and that will come with cojita cheese, which is pretty good. Uh, roasted Anaheim peppers. Sounds local. Um, and uh, cilantro lime rice. Which is good. Uh, at, oh gosh. Epa, Epizote? Epizote black beans, queso fresco, roasted corn, and cucumber tomato slaw. So, Sounds good. I would eat it. We may not be just, able to pronounce it, but it sounds good. <laughs> Whatever a chiote marinated pork is. Yeah, I have no idea. Sounds good. It's pork. Yeah. So pineapple. Can't involved. be bad, right? Can't be bad. Anyway. Heading on over to the next bowl. All right. Over to the Lucky Fortune Cookery over at Disney California Adventure Park. Um, you're going to be able to find an Asian rice bowl. That's going to be a choice of chicken, beef, or tofu served with steamed rice, seared Asian vegetables, and your choice of sauce. Mandarin orange, spicy Korean, Thai coconut curry, or teriyaki. Oh, man. I would have a hard time picking the sauce. That would be difficult. Mandarin orange sounds good. I love orange Asian stuff. So I, Korean I think, sauce is good. Yeah. Thai coconut curry. Oh, yeah. yeah you can't go wrong with that. Or teriyaki. teriyaki sauce. But I think they missed <laughs> a, an opportunity here. Bless me. For a Mulan reference, it should be beef, pork, chicken... Instead of just <laughs> chicken and beef. Is that from... Uh, yeah, it's uh, from the song, uh, yeah. A Girl Worth Fighting yeah, For. Yeah, yeah, He doesn't care what she looks like. It all depends on what, what she, she cooks, cooks like. like yeah. Beef, pork, chicken. <laughs> mm. Not tofu. No. All right, the next bowls are in the Whitewater Snacks over at the Grand Californian. Uh, the first bowl is a poke bowl. Delicious. Uh, choice of salmon, tuna, or tofu marinated in poke sauce with choice of steamed white rice or shredded lettuce with red onions, pickled cucumber, edamame, avocado, green onion. Furikake? <laughs> sure. Or for furry a cake? Furry cake? <laughs> furry cake. <laughs> Furikake. Uh, and sriracha aioli. <laughs> Uh, why you wouldn't get salmon or tuna? I guess if you're vegetarian, but yeah, I feel like I'd you're ruining the poke bowl. Tuna, huh? I'd be getting tuna oh, yeah. personally because that's what it, that's what the original poke bowl is like, right? I don't know. It's tuna. I've never had a poke bowl. The only poke bowls I've had are tuna. Yeah. And it, I gotta say, it sounds like pokeball. Yeah, it does, and that's all I'm thinking about right now. But choice of Pikachu, Bulbasaur, or Charmander. What about Squirtle? <laughs> or Squirtle? Sure. Pikachu wasn't one of the original choices. <laughs> that's true. Awesome. Uh, and then you have a rice bowl, uh, which is a choice of grilled beef or chicken with steamed white rice, vegetable egg roll. Pickled cucumber, green onions, hard-boiled egg, sriracha aioli, and togarashi spice. Yum. Very nice. Oh, yeah. Anyway, let's move over to the Surfside Lounge over at the Paradise Pier Hotel. And this is going to be a build-your-own poke bowl. Not poke bowl. Poke bowl. <laughs> uh, you also have your choice of tuna, salmon, or tofu, each marinated in ponzu, with choice of a base, which could be white rice, brown rice, or romaine leaves, a choice of sauce, which would be a spicy mayo, poke sauce, or wasabi topped with avocado, cucumber, red and green onions, seaweed wakame, 
tobacco caviar, fried onions, pickled ginger, bonito flakes, and sesame seeds. Dang. And that sounds amazing. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. I need one of these. Dang. Dang. I wonder if you can get the wasabi without the avocado. I hope not, because I want it together. <laughs> All right, over at Labrie. You wouldn't even oh. know until you were eating it, because it looks the same. That's true, and I eat sushi with avocado in it. So yeah, you'll be I'd fine. probably be fine. Uh, over at Labrie Bakery Cafe in downtown Disney, you've got a chicken protein bowl. Grilled chicken with a mixture of farro, pepitas, cannellini, beans. <laughs> That's a weird space. Sorry. Cannellini beans, feta cheese. Okay. They had a comma between Who's feta. reading this? Sean, Christopher Walken, or uh, William Shatner? <laughs> uh, feta cheese. <laughs> now there's a comma between feta and cheese. Oh, there is. That's weird. I'm very confused. I didn't realize that's why you paused. <laughs> now I won't make fun of you. Uh, so, yeah, uh, cannellini beans, feta, feta cheese. I don't know what the mystery cheese is. Um, better, it's a typo. It's either a mystery cheese or a mystery <laughs> comma. We're not quite sure. Uh, oven roasted tomatoes and green beans. Uh, oh, gosh. Green peas. <laughs> Tossed with citrus vinaigrette and served with fresh arugula and seasonal vegetables. Oh, yum. Arugula. I'm not sure what arugula is. All I know is John Panette described it as bitter with a dirt taste. Oh, that sounds delightful. Followed up by a... (laughs) Awesome. So anyway, (laughs) uh, if you go over to the Catal restaurant and uva bar and cafe in the downtown disney district you'll be able to find a greek bowl and that's fresh berries greek yogurt granola and honey so this sounds more like a a breakfast type oh yeah bowl oh yeah so sounds good it's the bowl of the gods nice greek bowl yeah all right anyway um (laughs) over at jamba juice in downtown disney they have an island pitaya which has pineapple, banana, pitaya, whatever that is, strawberries, mangoes, blueberries, coconut, honey, granola, and chia seeds. I don't mind chia seeds. Yeah, I don't mind them. Um, uh, acai Primo is the next bowl. It's got acai, soy milk, banana, strawberries, blueberries, coconut, honey, and granola. And then you have a chunky strawberry bowl, uh, strawberry, banana, Peanut butter, soy milk, Greek yogurt, and granola. So those all sound really good. Yeah. So it looks like pitaya is either dragon fruit or closely related to a dragon fruit. It looks just like dragon fruit. It does. So I'm guessing that's probably what it is. But you you know, Disney can't just call it what it is. They have to make it something that we don't know. Um, But they should just call it like. Mushu melon or something. Yeah, why can't it be like an <laughs> island dragon fruit? Why does it have to be island pitaya? Mushu dragon fruit. Yeah. Oh, mushu fruit. Mushu fruit. <laughs> or just. I thought he was a lizard. I don't know. I thought he was a dragon. Yeah, he is a dragon. Oh. He doesn't do that tongue thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Got to remember them. I'm trying to get these Disney movie quotes <laughs> out of you, and it's not working. But I'll try better next time. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, move over to the Taqueria at Tortilla Joe's, downtown Disney District. You're going to be able to get a breakfast bowl, a choice of bacon, chorizo, shredded beef, chicken, or steak, oh. in a flour tortilla shell filled with beans, rice, scrambled eggs, potatoes, and cheese. Dang. Um, I think I'm going to go with the chorizo <laughs> on that one. I don't know if you've had chorizo, but it's amazing. Chorizo is good. I love chorizo. Um you can also get a fruit and yogurt ball. That's going to be a cinnamon sugar coated flour tortilla ball. That sounds good on its own. <laughs> uh, filled with honey vanilla yogurt and topped with your choice of fresh or dried fruits. Mm, I think I'm going to opt for the fresh on that one. <laughs> Who's doing dried fruit in this? When you have the choice of right? fresh. <laughs> dried fruit is when you can't have fresh fruit. That's for hiking. Yeah. 
when you can't have fresh well, yeah I guess well you, you could. could but it's easier to take dried fruit yeah you so. probably get more out of dried fruit yeah when you're hiking i don't know but go with the fresh fruit everybody yeah. also at tortilla joe's well i guess that's tikara tortilla joe's this is regular tortilla joe's yes mine they, is at the taqueria Yes. Uh, this is the last bowl on the list. Not quite. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you still right. have to go to Splitsville Luxury Lanes. Shush, shush, shush. All right. At Tortilla Joe's over in downtown Disney, you have Joe's Baja Salad Bowl. You get your choice of grilled chicken or steak with black beans, Mexican rice, lettuce, Monterey Jack cheese, pico de gallo, fresh guacamole, Corn, sour cream, tortilla strips, and Mexican Romesco dressing. I, Ooh, that sounds amazing. I did that flawlessly. I think that was very well done. <laughs> you even said guacamole. Oh, yeah. Instead of guacamole. I don't even know what Romesco is, but, uh, but I you said, said it. it. I said it, and that's and all it that it sounded matters. perfect. So, our last stop, as Dang, I you split mentioned, these? was Splitsville Luxury Lane. You want to so split? We'll just the Splitsville. Oh, yeah, I think we probably bowls. should. You can go three and three here. Um, so anyway, you can get a power bowl um, that is sautéed chicken, kale, and broccoli stir-fried in tataki sauce, served over roasted sweet potatoes topped with avocado and sesame seeds. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I could do without the kale, but yeah, but uh, <laughs> sounds good, I guess. Uh, you can also get a sweet and spicy chicken bowl. It's tempura battered chicken, broccoli, and peppers, red and green, tossed in a spicy Thai chili sauce and served over sushi rice. That one sounds really, really oh, yeah. good. Um, and then you can also get a taco bowl. That is seasoned ground beef, black bean corn salsa, taco spice. Wow, <laughs> spicy <laughs> taco seasoned sauce. And white rice topped with shredded lettuce, pickled jalapenos, uh, cheddar jack cheese, and sour cream served in a crunchy tortilla shell. Mm. Mm. I like tacos. Why not have it in a bowl? Yeah. All right. The last three over at Disneyland. uh, Spicy veggie bowl uh, has broccoli, kale, and crisp Mixed vegetables, stir-fried in spicy kimchi tataki sauce, and topped with avocado and green onions, served over sushi rice. Mm. Not my thing, but sure. Still be, sounds good. Minus the kale. kale. Yeah. <laughs> if you learn one thing about me, it's I don't like kale. Yeah. So don't send us kale. Related, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if you're going, if you don't like us, I guess you'd want to send us kale. Yeah. But... Now they know what not to send us. <laughs> it's not good. All right. The next bowl is a spicy veggie bowl with protein. This is only at the Disneyland Resort. People in Florida don't get protein. Nope. <laughs> they don't need it. So uh, you get your choice of grilled salmon, sauteed shrimp, or tofu with the broccoli, kale, and crisp mixed vegetables, stir-fried and spicy kimchi, tataki sauce, and topped with avocado and green onion served over sushi rice. Mm. That makes it better, I mm-hmm. think, having that uh, that protein there. Yep, absolutely. I'd have a hard I'd go time. With the sauteed shrimp. That's probably what I'd do, but salmon, dude. Salmon's good. Salmon is good. And but then, shrimp's better. Also, only at the Disneyland Resort, we get a poke bowl over at Splitsville uh, that has choice of salmon, ahi, tuna, or tofu with pickled radish and avocado over bamboo rice blend topped with spicy mayo, sesame seeds, and scallions. There you go. There you go. That Sounds is delicious. the weird foodie guide for bowls. Yes. So, I would actually like to try a lot of those. Yeah, they do sound good. They might convert me to bowls. <laughs> Something that needs to be converted to. <laughs> well, I've never, like... When I go to a restaurant and see a bowl like this... You don't like bowls? I'm never like, ooh, that bowl sounds delicious. I get, like, a steak or something. Yeah. Or a burrito. What? You know? I don't know. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, let's see. 
Let's go with this. Next item of business, Tim Burton pays a surprise visit to Disneyland for the Dumbo preview. So He looks very, so happy to be there. <laughs> it's a very short story. Uh, it sounds like uh, this past weekend, uh, guests who went to the Dumbo preview, well, some lucky guests, I guess not every guest, um, but uh, Tim Burton was there because he directed it. That would know? be awesome. Uh, and he, I guess there were some posters that were being given away. It looks like he was signing some autographs. Uh, and then people got, uh, these guests got a special visit to the Dumbo, the Flying Elephant attraction. That's cool. So it sounds like you got to see the preview, meet Tim Burton, and go ride Dumbo. Probably front of the line, right on the ride. Who knows? Maybe Tim Burton rode the ride. It doesn't say. There's well, no video. He did sit in the uh, one that is stationary <laughs> on the ground. That's true. That's true. Maybe he's scared of heights. Could be. So he just that sat get pretty in up that there. one. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it for that. Not cool. a huge story, but kind of a cool little yeah. thing. Why it's can't like when I ever be? Johnny a, Depp yeah. just shows up in the park. Now I'm you get never. Timber. I'm never at the parks when this happens. I know. You were in the park when uh, uh, Mark Hamill was there. Oh you? yes. But you didn't. You were. I had lucky no enough. idea. I was yeah. not lucky enough. Super annoying. Maybe one day. Yeah. Um, I forgot that I was there when he <laughs> was there. And then uh, there's a little more details on the new Princess Breakfast. Uh, it's the Princess Breakfast Adventures over at the um, Grand Californian. So uh, they released what you can eat. Okay, so a little more detail on the food. So we knew it was a three-course meal over at the Napa Rose, but they have let us know what is in the three courses. Cool. Uh, and then we know, obviously, the the activities, their storytelling and all that jazz. Yeah. Uh, but we're always interested in food. So this was awesome. It is an important part of our <laughs> lives. It is. Especially Disney food. So uh, I'll go with the first course. You can have the second course. Sure. Uh, the first course kicks off with a selection of cold starter options, all of which are brought to the table for the entire party to enjoy. On the sweet side, excuse me, on the sweet side, uh, they have a sunrise citrus and vanilla bun with raspberry glaze, which sounds delicious. Uh, caramel beignets. Ooh, yeah. Which... <laughs> That sounds awesome. Yes. Uh, and a chia and granola parfait with mango, kiwi, and coconut. Uh, they also have a banana wrap with berry compote, um, sliced fruits and berries. And then over on the savory side of things for the first course, uh, they have open-faced ham and cheese sandwich with cranberry cream cheese. Oh. And mini lobster rolls. Yes. Or mini hot dogs upon request. I'll stick with the lobster rolls. Thank you very much. (laughs) With how much I'm paying for this, I'm eating lobster. I guess if you're allergic to shellfish or something, you're probably not going to want that. Yeah. Mm, um, Nice. Yeah. Cool. So for the second course, you're going to be able to enjoy a yummy buffet of entrees served up nice and warm. Kids will love the house-made mac and cheese. Mm. And, of course, the mini chicken and Mickey waffles served with maple syrup butter. Um, Other savory entrees featured on the buffet are perfect scrambled eggs, artisan turkey sausages, roasted tomato and asparagus, and a mouth-watering pulled beef slider with barbecue sauce and pineapple salsa served on a Hawaiian bun. There's also friend Mish. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Friend Mish? How did that happen? (laughs) I'm I'm tired. I've just spent a few hours at up at the college, so um, there's also f- fresh mint papas bravas with romesco sauce. Whatever that is, so, I have no idea what that yeah, is. Me either. But so. you'll get that with your frint mesh. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Refreshment. <laughs> Papas bravas. Awesome. Sounds expensive. So. Yeah, it does. I'll oh. stick with the lobster roll. <laughs> uh, and then for the third course, obviously that is desserts. Uh, They have a glorious assortment of sweets all brought to the table featuring options like chocolate chip princess cake pops, almond crunch with vanilla chantilly, uh, and petite raspberry tarts. You can also try the seashell macarons with mango passion fruit ganache or the strawberry honey sorbet with cotton candy and fresh strawberries. Um, That seashell macaron? Looks pretty dang yeah, cool. I know. It's it is awesome. It's got a little pearl in it. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure I it's like, like that. chocolate or candy. Yeah, not a real pearl. That Maybe. might be extra. <laughs> it's expensive enough. They may as well give you one. Right. Uh, so just a reminder that uh, the Princess Breakfast Adventure occurs Thursday through Monday between 8 a.m. and 12 p.m. Uh, and it begins Saturday, March 30th. You can uh, get your reservations now. You'll want to book those online at the uh, Disneyland website. Just go to reservations and uh, schedule it. Yeah. If you're going to do it. Yeah. And that'll be nice. Awesome. Awesome. Blossom. So our next two topics, uh, this first one's kind of short, but it's about... The Chicago Star Wars Celebration, uh, which is on April 13th, Disney has announced that they're doing a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge panel Mm. at the Star Wars Celebration, uh, where they'll be talking about how to make the most of your trip to Galaxy's Edge. So I'm I'm excited to hear what they're going to say. Yep, me too. Uh, Because we've heard a rumor of how the land is going to be. Uh, on the interactive side of things, but we don't we don't know for sure. Yeah, <laughs> none of that's really been announced. We know uh, merch, we know food, we know the rides, but that's it. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know how interactive this thing's going to be exactly. We know it's supposed to be way up there in interactivity, but we don't know how exactly. So I'm excited that happens on April 13th. So hopefully right in the middle of the Star Wars celebration. Yeah. So hopefully we will get a video or something and we'll be able to report on that to you guys. Usually you can find videos on YouTube after the event. Oh, yeah. Um, I know the last time when Star Wars uh, celebration was in Anaheim, they did have a lot of stuff that they were live streaming on YouTube. But uh-huh. the panels typically weren't part of that. Yeah. But you can usually find them afterward. Awesome. So uh, look forward to that. Yep. There should be a lot of exciting news. Maybe they'll announce when Star Wars Land's going to open. Fully. Is that what you mean? No, I was oh, segueing <laughs> oh. <laughs> and joking because, <laughs> of course, right after we record our last episode, Disney has to come out and say, right? oh, hey, guess what? Here's some news. Yeah. So as we mentioned uh, before, Disneyland Galaxy's Edge is opening. We announced that last time, right? Opening dates. I don't. Did we? I didn't think we we did. Anyway, uh, Disneyland's opening May 31st. Because this got announced right after we released our last episode. Yeah, I think you're right. So May 31st is when the Disneyland Resort... Is opening their Galaxy's Edge. It's part more of, of a soft opening, yeah. from what I hear. Um, and then over at Hollywood Studios in Florida, their Galaxy's Edge will open August 29th. Um, we had the the date of June from Bob Iger accidentally. Well, this is pretty dang close. Yeah, so I'm just wondering how soon we're going to get so well, let's let's, no, back, let's up. back up real quick before we talk about that. So the uh, I guess let's just read, right? That's probably the best way reading you can the do article. That way. 
so uh, it says that the uh, California Galaxy's Edge will be debuting early because of high guest interest in experiencing this new immersive land. Um, <clears throat> I guess people in Florida need to step up their interest right? game if they want it <laughs> open earlier. Jeez. Well, they've got so much new stuff oh, to do. Oh, I know. Aren't they just We've so spoiled? We've got Toy Story Land. We got Avatar. Avatar. That's what Florida sounds like. Pretty much. <laughs> but over here, we're like starved for new lands. I'm just starved for Tomorrowland <laughs> to be fixed. But anywho, we have high interest. So, uh, so they're opening it early. For phase one is what they're calling it. I don't like that. I don't like it either. Uh, so uh, it says you'll be able to live your own Star Wars story and take the controls of the most famous ship in the galaxy aboard the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Uh, sample some amazing galactic food and beverages and explore an intriguing collection of merchant shops and more. So does that lead me to believe that all the restaurants even aren't going to be open for phase one? If you're going to get to sample amazing galactic know. foods. I just assume... Well, let's read about phase two. Sounds like a good Here idea. Here comes phase two. It just says phase two opening later this year will be Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, which is the most ambitious, immersive, and advanced attraction ever imagined that will put guests in the middle of a climatic battle between the First Order and the Resistance, and will blur the lines between fantasy and reality. I think that's the wrong song. And it says, in light of tremendous demand, Disney made the decision to open the land in phases to allow guests to sooner enjoy the one-of-a-kind experiences that make Star Wars Galaxy's Edge so spectacular. So I'm assuming all the restaurants will be open. I assume they're just saying you can sample by buying meals. Um, I don't like this phase thing. I don't either, especially because they don't give a date for phase two. We've all been super excited for Rise of the Resistance. I understand people are excited for Star Wars Land to open. I am one of those people. But... Open the land. Open it all. If it's not already... (laughs) Don't open it. Don't open it. I want it... When it opens, I want to be able to go in and experience... Everything. Everything. I don't want to have to make another trip... Right. ...to go... To phase two when that opens. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I understand many other people are excited, but come on. Yeah. Just be patient. Open it all together. And not only uh, go people that want to go be patient, but Disney be patient. Yes. <laughs> I know you want to make that sweet, sweet money. You're going to make uh, it. You're going to make it back like super quick. But, but it's kind of disappointing because we got the announcement. Right, yeah. that it was opening May thirty first. So everybody's stoked. Yeah. Everybody's probably booking vacations. But then they probably don't read the article. Yeah. And realize, oh crap, only one ride's going to be open yeah. out of the two big attractions that they're building. So uh, it would be nice, I think, if they would have headlined with like Phase One of Star Wars Land yeah. opening. But uh, but that doesn't get the clicks. So when is phase two? Is it going to be later in June when it sounded like it was going to open? Is it going to be August 29th when they open? One of our listeners was speculating with me. We were kind of talking over uh, Facebook Messenger, and he thinks maybe it's going to open August 29th when Disney World opens theirs. I'm wondering if they want to, I guess... Keep it a surprise, because it's the most imaginative, immersive, high-tech attraction they've ever done. So maybe they just... Well, then maybe they should just not open it until all (laughs) it's ready. Right. Um, Because we were all expecting everything in Disneyland to open before Walt Disney World. Yeah. Nobody was expecting them to open that right at the same time. Um, so just keep in mind when you're booking your vacations, you're not going to get the full, 
You're not going to get the full Star Wars effect in the first little while. Right? Yeah. The weird thing is, you're also not going to be able to just walk right into the land. Nope. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Guests planning to visit Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Park in California between May 31st and June 23rd, which makes me wonder if that's about when they're going to open Rise of the Resistance. I didn't I don't read know. this before we started talking. Uh, so huh. between May 31st and June 23rd, you're going to need... Obviously, valid park admission for all of Disneyland. Yeah. They're not going to sell you a Galaxy's Edge pass. Nope. You got to have a Disney park pass. And that's all? <clears throat> um, no. <laughs> of course. So you, you have to have the admission, uh, and you will be required to make a no-cost reservation. That's good. No cost. Yes. Uh, subject to availability, which we'll get to that in a second. That uh, <clears throat> you have to make that reservation subject to availability to access the land. So you can't just walk up and get in. <clears throat> You're going to have to make your reservation, which will probably be on the app, for a time to go in. <clears throat> and I think this reservation is your start and end time. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. So are they, <clears throat> how are they? I want. I wonder how they're going to do that. How are you going to say, "Oh, hey, your time's up." I have no idea. <laughs> so it'll I'm be curious. interesting. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know if you're going to have to scan your pass or something when you get on rides. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but that kind of sucks if the line is super long for a ride. Are you going to spend your whole time waiting in line? And then you get kicked out. Yeah. I don't know. But if they're <clears throat> making you have a reservation, this also at the same time is going to keep crowds kind Hello. of down. Hopefully. <laughs> um, I guess that's probably their their <clears throat> plan behind having this reservation. Yeah. So maybe you won't be spending so much time in that's the That's what I'm hoping. Um, and then it also says... That um, guests staying at one of the three Disneyland Resort hotels during these dates will receive a designated reservation to access Galaxy's Edge during their stay. And you get one reservation per registered guest. So, so they're going, does this mean they're going to tell you when you can go? That's what it sounds like. But huh. you are guaranteed a reservation. Which is nice, <clears throat> but let me pick. Yeah, I, and maybe they'll give you a choice. I don't know. But where it says uh, the reservations are subject to availability, it's going to go to the hotel guest first. Which is also kind of unfortunate, I think. Yes, because there's people like us that can't afford yeah. Disneyland Resort Hotel. <clears throat> or people that shouldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah. Not a resort hotel. Um, I guess I should say shouldn't be getting a... But anyway. So it kind of, in a way, if you have money, you get in first. Which sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you're staying at the high-end hotels, which are the Disneyland Resort hotels, you get a reservation. Um, otherwise, it's not guaranteed. So if you're yeah. planning a trip for that time, it's not guaranteed you're going to be going in. <clears throat> and I have heard, I don't know if it's on here or not, but I had heard somewhere that you get, <clears throat> if you're staying at the resort hotel, you get one reservation per three weeks. So you might just get that one reservation for a day, then you're done. And then for three weeks, you're you're done. Yeah. Not able to access it. But it's only from May 31st <clears throat> to June uh, 23rd. So it's less than a month. So you just get one reservation. So I think it's just that <laughs> initial hype period. Yeah. Hopefully it'll this. die down a little bit. I don't know. I don't think it's ever going to die down, but we'll see. Yeah. Unless well, it'll it's a just total be like. Flop. I think it'll be like Cars Land. Yeah. <clears throat> well. At least Radiator Springs Racers, where it's a popular attraction. 
and you're gonna have a wait no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, another thing is there will be no fast passes or max passes, or in Florida, fast pass plus, I believe. Yeah. They're not going to be doing any of that for these attractions. So that leads me to believe then that they're really going to be restricting the number of people yeah. to enter this at first. Yeah, that's my guess. But what happens after reservations? It's a free-for-all. There is no way the lines aren't going to be three hours long yeah. after reservations are done. But in a way, does not having the fast pass almost make it a faster wait because you don't have people that are going and then... Yeah, I, don't I know. mean, to me, it's like <laughs> you've got like the lanes on the highway and there's the one where you can see miles back that that one's going to close, but people uh, wait until the very last minute to merge over and slow everything down. Yeah. I don't know if FastPass really slows I don't the know down that if much. it works that way or not, but... But uh, it says that they will measure the needs as it happens. Yeah. So they'll probably... My guess is they will probably end up putting in a fast pass. My guess is is that they've already built it in They're because just it waiting. will come. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just waiting for that time. Oh, yeah. That is my guess. Uh, I was thinking about the same thing. Yeah. Uh, when I was reading this article, they probably have the stuff built. <laughs> Uh, they're just waiting to install it yeah. when it's necessary, I guess. But that would be my guess. Um, but also, with, with all the hype, why wouldn't you just? You, you would think they'd just do it, have it <laughs> ready to go. But whatever. Um, <laughs> it also looks like for the Disneyland Resort, it will not be available for any extra Magic Hour or Magic nope. Morning. But if you're in Disney World when that one opens, it will be available during the extra Magic Hours at Hollywood Studios. So yeah, uh, and they're they're not going to be doing any reservations in Florida. Yeah, so you guys don't have to worry about that in Florida, California. You'll have to worry about that for the yeah. first month. Uh, not which, even month. Yeah. It's just like the three weeks. Well, yeah, that's true. It's because it doesn't go <laughs> because it starts May thirty first, then goes through June twenty third. So, so that like explains the whole three week thing. Yeah, well, that would do it. You just get one reservation. I don't know if that applies to other guests or just people with a hotel. Yeah, I imagine it would be for everybody. You get one, and you're done. Yeah, which isn't all that unfair to me. You know. Yeah. Because then that opens it up so you don't run out of reservation spaces. So, anyway, just uh, something to keep in mind before you book your trip to go see Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge. There's a lot of, I don't want to say issues, but uh, there's a lot of stipulation. Yeah. It's not (laughs) just the easy go into the park and then run. Yeah. So for the first, what, three quarters of the month after it opens, you'll need a reservation. After that, we'll see what happens. I won't be there, so Uh, I don't need to worry about it. No fast passes uh, for the time being. Uh, But, yeah, if you guys get to go, please send us pictures. Uh, send us pictures. Send Please us call video. in. Call in. Let us know how it is. We are super excited oh, yeah. about this. We've been excited about this since it was announced. Yep. Um, yeah. So awesome. Well, uh, I think that's it. Yeah. I, I don't think, think so. there's any other uh, crazy details no. about this whole thing. So, um, yeah. Hopefully, we'll see Rise of the Resistance come out. Before August 29th. I would hope so. Uh, Maybe we'll see it June. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe June 23rd. Fingers crossed. Uh, But uh, should be a good time. I have a friend going in June. I told her good luck. Yeah. Um, But I told her to send us pictures because I want to see. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be awesome. I will be... Scouring YouTube. Yeah. When and, and I mean, opens. if Disney's listening and they want to send us to the press event, yeah. Whatever. We wouldn't complain. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. 
Um, and that's it. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening this week to Word on the Main Street podcast. Again, if you like the episode, please share it with those that might also enjoy it. Uh, subscribe if you're able to. Yes, please or do. Or leave us a review on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google Play. And, of course, we are on social media, uh, facebook.com slash word on the main street. Uh, Twitter, our handle is at WOT Main Street. And Instagram at word on the main street. Um, be sure to check our social media here pretty soon. We might have a video up already. If not, it'll be up today. Uh, letting you guys know how you can receive more entries to win the FanX multi-day pass. Yep. Um, and I would say if you are not willing to make it to use that pass, mm-hmm. please let those that are yeah. able to enter. Um, don't clog up the, the yeah. entries with something um, that you're not going to use. Or, I mean, if you have a family member oh, yeah. or a friend. Yep. If you've Feel got somebody to, that can yeah. use it, yeah. just don't try and win it to let it go to waste. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, and then I think that's it. I uh, just want to let you guys know our theme song is great. If you enjoy it, it is done by Bryce Gardner, who does music under the name of Delta Theory. You can check him out on any of uh, the digital streaming platforms, such as iTunes. Google Play and SoundCloud. Um, And that is it. Excellent. So thank you guys so much for listening every week. Please join us every Wednesday to hear the new word on the main street. Bye-bye. Goodbye.